Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla and we're so happy you could join us. But before we get into the word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today and we thank you for all the wonderful blessings that you've given us, Lord. And we ask that you'll forgive us for our incorrect perception and perspective on what you have done for us, Lord. We ask that you will show us the truth, Lord, as you already said that you would, Lord, and that you have been doing, Lord. We thank you for your mercy and your grace and your patience that you've extended towards us, Lord. And we rejoice before you to be able to do this discussion this morning, Lord. And we thank you for all the good things that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are so glad to have you with us as we get into the Word and continue in our study of the book of Hebrews. We are in chapter 10, but this morning we'll be covering verses 26 through 39. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of Scripture, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. For if we sin willingly after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But recall the former days in which, after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with sufferings, partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me and my chains, and joyfully accepted the plundering and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have, endu- you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he who is coming will come, and um, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Mm-hmm. Amen. So there, there's a lot in here, but I want to point mm-hmm. this out before we open it up, or if you're led to point this out. Let me correct my my speech here. And that is, we're coming up to another, if you will, transition place. The conversation that the Lord is having to his people through the Apostle Paul has shifted. Everybody recognize that? Mm-hmm. Yes. And now... He's laid, he's, the foundation's already been laid, proving out why Jesus is the Christ, what he's done, who he is, all the, or I'll say his role, but all the different things that he has fulfilled in and of himself that he was called to fulfill. 
to give us that example, that pattern example set forth in himself, right? Yes. But now he gets to a place where he's discussing how we live this out, what it's supposed to look like. And yes, it starts off with warnings, right? But that that is to get, if you will, the hard stuff out of the way, right? But also highlight our highlight the severity of not living out this walk of faith in the manner that the Lord intended it should be walked out, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, when people say, but you want the good news or the bad news, right? Most mm-hmm. say, uh, just just give me the, the, you know, down and dirty first, right? Like, mm-hmm. what's the severity of this? And then they go from there, right? And that's kind of what happens here in this, this section of scripture that you just read there, Charles. So, but again, it doesn't remain just with the warning. You see, even through this section of scripture that he's still bringing out all these loving points mm-hmm. about what the Lord did and is doing and what he intends and his purpose. And it's only good as a result of his love for us and his compassion for us. And again, highlighting this is what it's supposed to look like if the Lord truly is our God and we truly are his people. So all that being said, the purpose is so that we can have this unshakable faith. And, and, and I love this transition because it's right before he then, in chapter 11, or what's typically known as the Heroes of Faith chapter, mm-hmm. gives all these historical examples of people who walked this out, lived out this lifestyle, even before Jesus came in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, with that being said, the floor is now open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, honey, honey. Um, so what you were saying about, it seems like it's a, a harsh um, kind of opening to this this transition that we're in, but I think it's fitting. Um, Absolutely. Because he's saying, and showing them how valuable Christ is, like just putting in perspective, like, no, I know that you know this on some level that he is God. Amen. And, but I need you to know this on a, another level, on a deeper level. And, and by harsh, I mean, it's harsh to the flesh, right? It, it, it may not be something we, we want to acknowledge, but it doesn't change the truth or the fact of the matter that this is what it is. And that's what I mean by harsh. Right. We, we often don't want to hear when accountability is brought absolutely um or that there is a statute or a standard Amen. that there is going to be used to judge or measure that that renders accountability so no and that and i know you weren't saying that it wasn't there's was anything wrong with it um i'm just saying the you know thinking like man that that's that's rough that's we were all sweet and you know kumbaya just a second ago <laughs> a couple of verses ago now you're you know this coming this, with the gusto <laughs> yes but you know so for me i would rather know the truth i would rather know if it's a big deal to you, God, and how you see it, Heavenly Father, and how you're going to look at this Messiah and Holy Spirit's going to judge, I want to know. Tell me up front. I do not want any surprises when I, uh, bad surprises when I stand before my Father, my Lord and Savior on Judgment Day. So if it's a if it's a deal breaker in a relationship, tell me up front, right? So I have an yes, opportunity mm-hmm. to pattern myself accordingly. And... um you know, just, and it brings insight 
and enlightenment and courage to know how how precious and valuable our Lord and Savior is and the actions that he took. When Jesus was here in his earthly ministry, he said, don't talk crazy about the Holy Spirit. Now, that's the commission version. <laughs> we said, don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit, Amen. right? Yes, because yes. there's consequence to that that you cannot bear. So tell me stuff like that, Lord, please. Uh-huh. Tell me stuff so that I don't um, ingest, make jokes that are just meant to be funny, but I really stumble into offending you, Lord. Right? Because we're if we don't have knowledge... Then what's going to happen? We're going to people perish. We're going to perish, and when we don't have knowledge in the form of perspective or vision, we're going to do what? Cast off restraint, right? Yes. So, either way, if I'm going, oh, it's no big deal. That's casting off restraint. Then the next step is going to be engaging in folly. Or if I just don't know, the next step is also going to be engaging in folly. However, we come to it. I don't want to be found in that way because he's here to guide me and teach me. So when I see things like that, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Because if you if you feel like it's this, it's got this weight to it, tell me now because I would hate to find myself on the wrong side of glory concerning this. So um, also it it relates to how we carry ourselves and how we understand and are able to educate others, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Because while you may say, oh, well, if nobody told you that, you may not do that per se, but if you see a, a brother or sister or your children coming up engaging in such things, how will you know to train them better if you yourself don't know? It's an impossibility. Amen. All right, let Charles go for it. Thank you. Um, and as you were saying, mommy, um, we also have to understand that while he is giving them a warning, and as you said that this is a transition point, he's also covering back on things that he described earlier. Mm-hmm. We know he already told them that for those who openly put the mm-hmm. um, Son of God to an open shame, there is no repentance for mm-hmm. for them. But we also have to understand here is that it's not in the context of as humans we think of it as well. Mm-hmm. And you brought up the example of blaspheming, mommy, blaspheming the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and as humans we think oh man you're using some profanity man you're going to get it but that's not what the lord counts um we know inside of acts 5 that ananias and sapphire they lied and was considered as blaspheming the holy spirit Mm -hmm. so we have to understand that as well that paul is encouraging them to cut off all things that can even lead to it don't play no games (laughs) but also what we see here is that um the lord likened it to there's shirts, shirts that we have. Normally when you get older, your shirts get a bit more expensive because there's more fabric. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between when you're a baby and you rip stuff and then when you got a, some nice shirts on and you rip it, you can expect some different consequences. And I know that mm-hmm. firsthand. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a difference between them because how much it costs you and dad to get it also plays a role in how we should respect it as well. Mm-hmm. Meaning that Paul's saying, you guys were just offering some goats and some um, bulls okay, you maybe have lost an animal, but that's really not going to hinder you. But he died for you. You Mm -hmm. have to understand that and take that into account as well. You aren't dealing with animals anymore. You're dealing with an actual human at the end of the line of this. So so there's a difference in the value on a human life first out of animals. Absolutely. And And it is weighty. Absolutely. And how much more value on the the life of the son of of God. Amen. Like, Our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. That that price just went through the roof. There's no there's no quantification for that. 
the cost of his his priceless. life and his body and his blood. There's no cost. So I don't want to be charged with that. My yes. mom used to take us places when we were little. I have two sisters that I grew up with, and she used to take us to other people's houses, and they may not have may not have had kids. So they'd have these fine trinkets, like on their coffee table. That was a, a thing. You decorate a coffee mm-hmm. table with, you know, prized possessions, if you will. And Valuable objects that, that are in some of the most dangerous to, places, easy, easy to, to damage. Easy to reach locations yes. for small kids. And my mom would go, they'd say, oh, they can touch that. And she'd say, did you see that at my house? And they say no, and she say why? Because <laughs> I don't want to pay for that. So <laughs> she, <laughs> so just realizing the esteem and the value that we place on him, I don't want, I don't want to be charged with that. Yes, of putting the Son of God to open shame or trampling His blood and His body and His life underfoot. I don't want to be charged with that. I don't want to be charged uh, with grieving the Holy Spirit. I couldn't bear that, nor nor could I cover that cost. That's an impossibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead, LaCharles. And also understanding that what we see here is that when he's talking about sin, that there is no um, repentance for it. We, I know we covered this previously about the difference between sin and iniquity. You knowing and you're willingly doing this mm-hmm. because that's inside your heart and that's your desire. We see that inside of Romans 2 where they gave themselves over to a reprobate mind. Mm-hmm. They had known God and denied the likeness of God inside of them. Mm-hmm. And as such, they had been given over to reprobate minds. Mm-hmm. And when we consider that as well, is that it's very important inside of with faith to have a correct mindset. It's not faith so you can get something mm-hmm. and then cast out the Lord once you receive it. Yeah. That's not how it works. It's Amen. faith to hold fast to what the Lord has for us. Mm-hmm. And it's what he's telling us to do that causes the faith. The stuff that comes along with it is just an additive. It's kind of like in the example of a burger. The meat itself is really what the burger is. If you get mm-hmm. some lettuce and some onions, that's additive. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily, if you order that, you you can't expect it because you order that one thing. Mm-hmm. That's how we should play it inside of our minds. We're here for the Lord, not for the things that he can give us. If something else comes mm-hmm. along, great. We'll enjoy that as well, but that's not the reason we're coming. It's, a, it's an additional perk benefit or blessing amen only if it came from the lord exactly because some things try to show up and they're certainly not for your blessing Bathsheba showed up in david's life but that was not a gift from the lord Mm -hmm. yes okay and understanding that we the lord is a true substance and that he's what we truly Mm -hmm. desire to have this life and mama you often bring this up that people who feel empty on the inside is because they want the lord but they don't want to acknowledge that they need the lord Mm mm-hmm they want to try to find it in everything else and all those things that are around them. But mm-hmm. also what we see here is that when Paul begins to transition and said that the law of Moses condemns you unmercifully. If two people mm-hmm. or three say you did something, you didn't. That's essentially what happened. Even if they're liars. Yes, like what we that. see in the Naboth. Mm-hmm. If two mm-hmm. people said that he blasphemed the king and the Lord, they were ready to stone him over it. They didn't mm-hmm. inquire to see if it was true or not. But so what we also see is that they had grown up in a mindset of you got to watch yourself, essentially, meaning that they this is not new to them, as you had said, that this mm-hmm. isn't like a new warning, meaning that they already knew what was going to come at the end of the line. You disrespect your mother and your father. You knew what time it was. <laughs> Stoning. OK, yeah. They so they had grown up in this, but also having a right perspective of the Lord as well is while. You, the people themselves may not be able to see you like what we see with the Pharisees. They said 
you guys make the outside of the cup clean, which is your outward appearance so you look holy, but what you do in secret, which is the inside, is filthy, is filled mm -hmm. with whatever they were doing and all the sin that they were committing. Mm -hmm. And understanding that as well, it's not about hiding from people mm -hmm. that cause us to be accountable. Like what we talked about in the previous episodes about self-accountability. It's not about when somebody catches you, then you say, okay, I did it. That's accountability in that regard. But it's understanding that we are here to do what the Lord tells us to do. And mommy and dad, you often mm -hmm. tell us this as well, that, we're supposed to be doing what's right even when nobody's looking or Amen. it appears nobody's looking. Amen. That's the Lord's always looking. He's always yes. there. And understanding, and I'll liken this to the example inside of Kings where the king of um, Syria thought he was doing something in secret in his bedroom talking about secret plans and the Lord revealed it. Mm -hmm. And understanding that as well is that the Lord does as he pleases and understanding that it's not a double standard with the Lord, meaning that mm -hmm. we see sometimes he gave grace to certain people and other times he said, this needs to be dealt with right now. And understanding that it's because the Lord understands the heart and the mindset behind it that we don't. Like The Lord will judge his people. Yes, which so, we see here. Not that people will judge themselves. He said the Lord will judge his people. And I think that sums it up. He's the one who knows the thoughts and intentions of uh -huh. the heart. He's the one who created them and knows their rightful design and purpose. So he knows the sins that have been heaped up by an individual life where I can't see that if I look at you per se. I mean, I may get some inklings or some guesses, but I don't have the tally marks and the so, some behind indicators the scenes as to motive. But uh, the Lord knows the truth and the reason why. Exactly. Absolutely. So it's not hidden from him. So he will judge his creation, his people and what he knows that his expectation of them is, what their purpose is, and what they have done or not done that he told yes. them to. No one else can stand in that place and in that role but him. So if he says you're supposed to have a purple hat and you want green, blue, yellow, and orange, he's going to hold you accountable for that purple hat. Now, I picked something that was, you know. Obscure. Obscure, <laughs> right, and random. But... That's the that's the standard, and he's our God, and we are his people, and he has a right to do just that. Yes. And we can't say, well, why did you judge this one but not that one? Because there's so many things that you don't know, and you don't understand, and you are the created thing. Yes. Not the creator. Mm -hmm. So then for, for us to go, why did you do that, God? As we're exalting ourselves and saying we're the righteous judge, and you are the one to follow. You're the one who needs to be commanded, and that is absolutely ungodly and wrong. Yes, and once we understand that, that the Lord is the one who's judging based off what he says is fit for the situation. Righteousness, like, justice, and truth. Yes, like what we see in the example of David with Bathsheba and Uriah. He said, the Lord has put away your sin afterwards, after Nathan came and David admitted after he was told. And he repented. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it said, the Lord has put away your sin, but you have given occasion for the enemy. And that's okay. what we have to understand as well is that the Lord is not just looking to condemn people for the sake of it. He's looking at the heart, as I said earlier. So if our heart is willing towards the Lord to come back into repentance, which is what we see here. Mm -hmm. And I think more greater than what um, the sacrifice and understanding that when we said there's no sacrifice after they have sinned, understanding that Jesus is not going to die on the cross again. You have to come in. He's not going to do it over to cover what you have done afterwards mm -hmm. and just understanding it in that perspective in that manner of what he means by that there's no other sacrifice for sin and he's not yes he's not going to repeat it but also 
if the blood of Jesus is so trivial to you, you won't even ask to reply it. How do you believe and have faith that there or mm-hmm. hope that there's anything that's more than enough to cover? Because if you took the most precious thing and the, the principal thing and you treated it like dirt, trample it underfoot, that means walk on it like dirt. And it then, starts off in verse 26, willfully. So with full knowledge of looking it right in the face, seeing the value, the importance, the significance, and saying, I don't care, I'm going to do the opposite of it anyway. And, and saying it has no value to me. Right. That that's what in essence is being said. And God's saying, okay, I that's your desire. I'll accept that. And just also I want to correct or not correct this, but just bring this out as well. God is not looking to condemn anyone. Yes. He didn't go through all this effort of sending his son and providing a consecrated way of life so that he could condemn us. Because he could have mm-hmm. done that already. Right? Yes. He's the righteous judge. He could have done that. He didn't have to come on the cross. Long ago. He didn't have to do any he could of have this. Just let us continue and then actually he could have just thrown us in the lake of fire there's that why did why even start this gig to begin with he could have just said nah bye everybody but he did not because he did not come to condemn the world but that the world through him would be saved now the the holy spirit will come to what you know honey when he comes to convict oh he will convict the world of sin of righteousness and of judgment amen but again that's not condemnation Yes. He came to provide a way of life, not go, you don't fit. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. No, he didn't come for that. He didn't do any of it's, this so that he could be separated from it's us. It's a teaching and an education so that we can move into or begin to walk by faith, learning what the walk of faith is and looks like. And in this section of scripture, which I really enjoy, because we'll see this pattern with the Lord as well through Psalms, through the Proverbs, through there's, especially in those two books, there usually is a comparison, a contrast between the righteous and the wicked Mm -hmm. and what each one looks like. Mm -hmm. Not to teach us what wickedness looks like, but to highlight and point out something so we understand and we can go, oh, I've done that. I've been engaging in that. Mm-hmm. I need to shift. I need mm-hmm. to repent, for, humble myself, repent, mm-hmm. and come back into line with the Lord. And wait, this is what righteousness looks like. This is really a walk of faith. This is how I engage the Lord in my walk of faith. Mm-hmm. While also the Lord is teaching us or educating us on the consequences of not walking by faith. Amen. And not completing the journey as well, because he's exactly. doing a lot of encouraging to continue, keep going. Don't don't turn back to hell. Exactly. Keep or or going. The, the things that will lead you there. Amen to that. So there's a lot in what we were just discussing. We're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and your patience, Lord. And we ask that you will Give us a fresh anointing of your spirit, Lord, so that we're able to carry out the tasks that you've given to each and every one of us, Lord, in victory and in excellence, Lord, so that we are pleasing to you, Lord, and our work is pleasant in your sight, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord. We thank you for the blessing that's on them in their lives, Lord, that there is divine protection under the blood for them and their cars, their children, their families, Mm -hmm. their workplaces, wherever it is that they're going, Lord, and that you are keeping them and that you are preserving them, Lord. And we thank you for those things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And Amen. amen.
Well, we love you. God bless you. and Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.